I went grocery shopping today. And friend, I noticed something, but I know that you have noticed this too. I noticed for the 10th time that prices keep rising, packages keep getting smaller, and within the packages, things are less. And even if prices for some items have not increased, they're still higher than what they used to be. So my thing today was, why do paper plates cost so much? I left there wondering. Still bought it. And then we all know that the price of gas has gone way up. So what is our episode about? I invited you to come back because I said I was going to have a special guest on. And the purpose of our next few episodes is to gain insight and get some financial literacy, something that can inform and help us, and not only us, but that will impact our families and our younger generation. Welcome to Life and Faith Chats. This is a podcast where we use the Bible as our base to inform and enlighten us about the abundant life that God has given to us. I am your host. My name is Joy. Welcome. If you are a new person that just happened to tune in or you're watching on my video podcast, please come on in. We're a group of friends and distant DNA relatives, and we're learning from the number one best-selling book in the world, the Bible. But we also have informed visitors, special guests. And today, my very special guest is someone who I happen to know very well and who I'm very proud of. And he happens to be my son. Welcome, Kevin Eke to Life and Faith Chats. Friends, please welcome our son. Hi, Mom. Thank you for having me. Eben is here because this is his forte, his strong suit. And even as a very young person, Kevin was always very enlightened, a saver, had a financial sixth sense, always trying to inform his mom. He is not just, I would say naturally bent that way, but he's also educated and experienced. And I've asked him a little bit of nudging to please come on and share some information with you, my friends, and to exhort and encourage us to have the right information on what we need to do or what we can begin to do to help us. And part of that has to do with the fact that besides he's pas- besides being passionate about financial literacy, it's also because as we move into difficult times, financially and other things, we want to be prepared. What better way to do this than get good information? So, Kevin, how are you going to help my friends? 
You're always helping me. How are you going to help us? Uh, yes. First, I'd just like to start off with understanding what money is and what is the general perspective on money and kind of address some of the core challenges that we all face when making decisions with money and trying to identify a strategy that we can broadly use to get and gain a better understanding of how to make the right choices with money. Okay. So when you tell us that, and you're talking to my friends, our thing is we know what money is, or do we? Help me. So I think most people know what money is. To put it simply, it's a medium of exchange, but I don't think people really understand how you can utilize it to the best benefit. And also, I don't think people have a healthy perspective on money. I think for most people, money is uh, a master of sorts where it dominates their life. Um, It often guides most of their choices in a negative light, or perhaps we don't fully understand how to use it to the best of our benefit. Um, And so I think if we can kind of clear up that understanding, I truly believe that managing money isn't as complex as we all make it out to be. I think we can all be a lot more successful if we just develop a healthier perspective and understand some core principles and how to properly manage our money. And I think in the long run, we'll be more successful. But the the key here is to to keep it simple. Um, And we can go over some of those core principles and kind of the basics of uh, the, the various relationships that different people have with money. Okay, when you say core principles and relationships, please explain that, break it down for us. So I'll start off with some core principles, um, one of which is pay yourself first. I think a lot of people have heard that before, but it's really difficult for most people, uh, myself included. I think a lot of us, whenever we first get money, our natural inclination is to spend it on something. Sometimes it can be positive things like buying a gift for someone you love or giving to charity or perhaps, you know, buying to but using it to buy a car that you need to use. But other times we, we often do misuse our money by perhaps buying things at the wrong time or spending too much money on something where we could have just simply have waited and probably put that money into our bank account or invested that money. When you said pay yourself first. I have a feeling that some people will go and like, but that's what I do anyway. So thank you for explaining that. Go in it a little bit more, okay? So what I mean is pay yourself first. So I think generally speaking, when most people get their, you know, a paycheck or they receive some type of money, um, a lot of people go out immediately to spend it on something that perhaps they don't necessarily need. Now, some people, unfortunately, are in situations where they have to spend on essential goods and items. And I'm not talking about that. I think that's good spending. Spending on the essentials is, is key, obviously. But it's the the non-essential stuff. So as soon as you get a paycheck, you immediately want to buy a new car or a new phone, assuming that you don't need it. Um, or perhaps you buy it on some luxury item that you can't really afford. I think that's bad spending. And trying to understand the differences between good and bad spending is a, as a core principle that we can discuss later. Let me challenge you. If I go to buy something that I need or makes me feel financially good, um, and you know, I'm being facetious when I say that, but people do that. There's emotional spending, um, like, like everything else. Um, but when you say you're spending it on yourself, I still want you to, you says pay yourself. I'm sorry. When you say pay yourself, how am I not paying myself if I went to buy 
something that I felt not that I needed, but I wanted. Well, by pay yourself first, I mean, put that money aside for a, a future date. So I think the way to think about money and how we spend it is that it's a balance between consumption now versus consumption later. And there's a, a core finance financial principle called the time value of money. Say that again, because that's really good. Say that again. So when we're talking about paying ourselves first, I'm talking about setting aside that money for a future date, as opposed to most people, when they spend it, they're consuming it now. So really, it's all about the relationship between consumption and time. So people who tend to be a bit more savvy with money are able to delay their consumption for a future date, and in the interim, put their money to work. And so there's this whole concept called the time value of money, which is a very core principle in finance. The idea that money is worth more now today than in the future. Mm. And so with people who are able to delay that consumption, they're able to put their money to work today and do things like invest, own businesses, have income, and have that money grow over time. And so that in the future, that money grows in value and you have more money to spend at a later date. Wow. Wow. If you could say that again so it could get into my brain, <laughs> can you say that again? Yeah. So I think the core issue is I think people don't have a fundamental understanding of money and its relationship to time. And so I think people who tend to be a bit more savvy or wise with their money are able to delay their consumption today, save their money and have it grow over time by investing it and deploying it in other ways so that they have more money later at which they can consume even more. So save and invest to have more money that you can consume and fill in the blank for me. That at a later date. At a later date. Thank you, my friend. Okay, go on. Please. And so to illustrate that there's actually, there have been a number of little psychological experiments that have been uh, done on people. And um, a few financial services companies have actually made funny little ads um, of which they'll, you know, take a person, put them in a room and offer them a prize. So the, the one I'm referring to right now is there's a commercial where um, a person takes a, a group of children into a room and they take them one by one and they're, they're testing each of them and they give them the option. They have a piece of candy and they say, hey, I'm going to go away for five minutes if you don't eat this piece of candy now, when I come back, I'll give you a second piece of candy. However, if you eat the piece of candy now, you won't get anything else. You'll just have the one piece of candy. And so then the person leaves the room. Of course, the camera records and, and sees how the children or how the people respond. And some people who you know are able to actually delay that gratification in the end get rewarded more for their patience as opposed to people who consume now. And so the, the, the core part of that illustration is really to, to show how delaying gratification and how to understand consumption later can trump consumption now is, I think, a core 
psychological aspect of how you can improve managing your money and how people who are, are wise with their money are better at doing things. But essentially that, that, that experiment shows that people who are able to delay their gratification, delay their immediate consumption, are able to benefit more and consume more later um, by demonstrating that discipline with holding off on consuming immediately. So in knowing some of this, I've heard discipline come up quite a bit in terms of being disciplined and time in terms of managing money. Um, you mentioned savings and investing. What are some ways to save our money? I mean, we know about banks and things, so without jumping ahead, what are some ways that we can save? Some of the ways we can save, we can save on either how we consume or how we receive our money. So what I mean by consuming is you go to a grocery store and perhaps, you know, there are two different brands and this is more of a budgeting thing, but there are two different brands of kind of the same item that you want to buy. And there's a cheaper one, assuming that there isn't a significant difference in quality, get the cheaper item. You can save more money in the long run by you know, not spending as much. So controlling the, the spending side of the equation. So that's one way of saving. The other way that naturally we all think about saving is putting money into an account and lending that money to a bank. So in other words, opening up a savings account, checking account. And I think you can save more there by delaying consumption. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Help me out because I could jump all kinds of different ways, and I don't want to have you spinning. You know how I can go on with different things. Um, you said one way is to open a savings account. So to open this up, is that the only way to save? I like what you said about controlling through budgeting. Let me backtrack. So are you suggesting that we should have a budget? Absolutely. Everyone needs a budget. Um, from, you know, a young person who is receiving an allowance to an older person who is living on a fixed income to people who are even in their prime earnings years to even corporations and large institutions. Um, everyone needs a budget because ultimately what a budget will help you do in conjunction with an overall financial plan is to have a set of steps in place so that we can more efficiently manage our emotions and the energy that we give to dealing with money and also avoid the pitfalls of emotional spending and the emotional handling of money. Because in reality, a lot of the, you know, the core concepts and principles of dealing with money and most of the, you know, most of the experience of managing money is emotional. Um, Most of the things that drive finance our emotions, not necessarily equations or, or math, even though that's all important, that's core to it as well. But it's really the emotions that are driving people that make the choices with money that influence how money works. Wow. Has anyone ever told you you're brilliant? Uh, my mother. <laughs> you are. <laughs> and I've been asking you and asking you to do this. Wow. Okay. So. That that's amazing what you just said. I mean, amazing. I've had all kinds of things going off in my mind that most of our spending 
is emotional. I know a lot of times we're talking about needs in terms of needs. What's what about someone on a strict budget? Because I can hear people saying it's not emotional. I need that. Can someone who just needs and they're living, I mean, really bare necessities, do they need to have a budget as well? Absolutely. All a budget is, is just a plan. Um, just knowing where exactly you're spending every single dollar and just having a system of essentially accountability to ensure that money's going to where it needs to go. That's the whole essence of a budget. To know that money is going where it needs to go. Okay. All right. You talked about a savings account. So let me branch a little bit more with that. Is that the only place or the best place to put your money? Because you talk about loaning it to the bank. Well, in essence, that's what you're doing when you're putting your money into a savings account. But to answer, I think the, the core part of your question, there are many different kinds of savings. And I don't think most people are aware that it's not just adequate to have only one savings account. I think you should have multiple or perhaps ensure that you have uh, an idea of what you're saving for. And so let me expand that a little bit more. Um, so you can have short-term savings, you can have long-term savings. You can, so you can do it time-based um, or you can do it based on kind of an object, objective-based. So some people can have a specific account that's set aside to spend on a large ticket item. Some people can have an account that's set aside to spend at a given time. So it all depends on what exactly you want to save for, and you can categorize it that way. Or, um, yeah, you can just categorize it by based upon what you need that money for. Okay. Okay. That's good. Is there anything that you want to add or put in that I have not brought up? Because I have quite a few things to shoot at, but I'm trying to go in a more organized or systematic way so that I'm not all over the place and so that my friends can follow easier. I, I think just the fact that going tying into the idea of paying yourself first, um, I think to me, me the process of the process of doing things when it comes to saving is just to lay out kind of your goals, create a plan, and then allocate money to the proper accounts or savings that you you desire. Well, I think before progressing and, and talking about the various topics that you would like to discuss, I think just taking a step back and understanding our relationship with money, because each and every person has a different relationship. Okay, Kevin, it's been a blessing having you. I hope you know that. I, I really hope you know how much you're blessing me, but I know you're blessing my friends and those who are listening and they're going to bring their friends. Before we wrap up this session, I know there's something that I learned from you and you taught us about the personality types, I think, that people have in regards to money. And I would like for you to share that. But I also want to tell my friends that coming up, I am going to be asking, and when I say this, these are some questions that I'm going to be asking him about, and this is for later sessions about commodities, stocks, bonds, about investment. Our last session, he's going to be teaching us how to invest. And 
all during this time, please invite your children, an elderly relative, um, your teenagers, because I've asked him this question and he's answered me. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you. He said that it is never too early and never too late to invest. And just imagine that you could even have or start an investment account for your child. Just imagine how much they would have when they got in their 20s. Let's come back. Let's listen. Let's be informed so we can get this. He's going to talk about just very briefly about the personality types. And I did not introduce him officially. I am going to talk about him after he speaks. And that's how we're going to end this session, friend. Because this is Financial Literacy 101. And there are more sessions to come. Kevin, please tell us about personality types. So each of these personalities really are just a way to characterize how people interact with money. And I think every person has their own type. And it could be a combination of things, but we'll discuss that later. Some people are savers. Some people are spenders. Some people are investors. Some people are uh, completely agnostic to money. Um, and there are many other types of personalities, but those are just uh, a few different, you know, examples. So friend, during the next session, we're going to start off and we'll start off with the personality types. And we want you to find out what personality type are you or are you a combination? In the meantime, that's your homework. Find out what personality type you are, put it in the comments. And then when he explains it, you can find out whether you were right or not. I will end by telling you a little bit about Kevin. Kevin has a degree in finance and he worked for a number of years as a senior investment analyst at a major financial institution. I believe that you will be blessed and enlightened as he shares his financial expertise with us. Thank you so much for either listening or watching or doing both. Remember to come back next Friday and do your homework and we will be here with another episode, Kevin and me. Blessings on your week and peace.